0: Hello all, welcome to the Hope Without Sight podcast with your hosts, Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. The topic of this podcast will consist of many stories of people from various backgrounds and experiences who have had many challenges and have been able to successfully overcome
1: them and rise to the top. So sit back and relax as we give you the best of these diverse stories.
0: Because if you are feeling down and out, like you cannot make it in the world then this podcast is the right one for you because if my guests can make it so can you happy listening Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of Hope Without Sight with your host Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans. That's right, my great co-host. He is my right hand guy. Uh, Soon he's going to be one of my assistants, which is great. Uh, Yes, this is episode twenty-eight. Almost a furry episodes. Awesome. Okay, and this. Episode title is going to be "Attuned to Prosperity." Thanks to Angel Tussie, a media specialist who owns a Facebook group. I believe that's where I found this person. She is a one of the best entre, entrepreneurs out there. She knows how to live life of abundance and life with bliss. Even though there have been challenges in her life, and overall, she just knows how to make you feel balanced and feel good and be in tuned and let you know what your purpose is. Please welcome my good friend, Judy Van Nykamp. Judy, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm really good. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction, and thank you for the opportunity to be here with you, Senator. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: You bet. You bet. So much. I read your bio, and it's very uh, compelling you You teach people how to live life with purpose. You are who you are because at the age of fifteen, you have a first of a number of extraordinarily transcendent supernatural experiences, and I know ah uh, and indeed you overcome a lot of adversity, including some trauma in your in your childhood. And, of course, you escaped out of that in your early 20s. But uh, first, tell me more about those transcendent supernatural experiences. Like, describe it more to us.
2: It was um, a pivotal point in my life, that's for sure. And it put my life onto a trajectory that uh, was completely and utterly unpredictable. So... Um up until that point, I had been living tortured and abused since I was about three years old, locked up. And um, it was a horrendous uh, experience living as a slave. And just I felt like meat and I was living just because my heart was beating. That was it. And after a particularly bad 10 hours of torture and abuse and um, hell, I recall walking into the bathroom, and this was in Dublin, Ireland. I recall it was about seven in the morning. It was a November morning, so it was gray, and I think it was drizzling and dull. And I walked into the bathroom and I walked over to the mirror and I will, I say I recall looking in the mirror and almost like for the first time actually seeing myself. Now I know, I'm sure I saw myself plenty before that. But it was the first time I actually recall actually seeing myself. And I was looking in the mirror, but not looking at my physical face, my, the reflection, which was bruised and bloodied. And I had a, like a, a really an old, thin, torn, threadbare, pale blue nighty on. But seeing beyond all of that. And I was looking into my eyes. And as I looked deeper into my eyes, it was almost like my arm was reaching down through my ar- eyes and it clutched something in my solar plexus. And for many years after that, I called that my something. I knew it was something. I didn't have the language. If At that time, I had been locked up. I was uneducated, unsocialized. So I called it my something. And I grabbed it in the grabbed it I felt like I was transcended out of my body and next thing I was outside in literally outside outside with the enormous trees and, and the birds and I remember the sensation of feeling oneness with everything I was like just there was no separation feeling one with the trees one with the the rain one with the um with the birds one with Grass, I could hear grass cutting in the distance, and I smelt it, and i was one with the smell, one with everything. And the next thing I I f- felt was a sensation that was so extraordinary, so powerful, so all-consuming. The, 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 the best way I could ever relay that in words is that it felt like a thousand cashmere blankets being wrapped around me. It was so Deep and profound. I don't know what it was uh, until it dawned on me that this was love, and not any ordinary love, but the most exquisite, extraordinary, divine love. And I was wrapped in this, wrapped up and and completely enveloped in this feeling of love.
0: Wow! And, and so, so you so growing more... up. What I'm getting is, I mean, you you provide a lot of details. Growing up, since you were just locked up and tortured and slaved, you never even knew what love was. You, you didn't even, you didn't know who you were as yourself. You, you didn't know what the world was. And, 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 and then at age 17 or whenever you said it, you I finally it. realized it yourself.
2: Yeah. And then at that moment, as I realized what it was, I remember looking up and seeing myself standing in front of the mirror. And I, the wow. feeling I got <laughs> in that moment as I saw myself was healing. I was healed from everything, for everything that had happened, everything that was happening, everything that was to happen still. It was a complete multidimensional um, healing in that moment where not in the linear perspective of time, but in the eternal quantum ex- um, perspective of time, I was healed.
0: So you it, were healed uh, spiritually, naturally, just the spirit? Emotionally
2: and spiritually. When you're spiritually, you're never, you're never unhealed. Spiritually, you're always whole.
0: You're it's, always whole, yeah. But, yeah, emotion, but emotionally... I guess the spirit from above healed you.
2: The divine. The,
0: the divine spirit. Yeah. Divine
2: in me and source healed. I healed to that experience. And in that moment, what what life is and the truth about life and that we are eternal beings. And we are from the universe. We we are one with everything. And I could see the infinite possibilities that existed and how my life could pan out. And it was almost like I planted three seeds in that moment of um, love, prosperity. At the time I called it luxury because I didn't have the word prosperity, but what I call now prosperity and and adventure. They were like the three seeds that I planted. That was the, of all the infinite possibilities that I could have in my life, that was what I chose in that moment. And when I came back into my body, I remembered two things as I walked out of the bathroom. The first thing was this, um, this having this something, holding this something, which I later can now articulate as my soul, my higher self, my true being, my infinite being self. I was holding on to this, and I remember walking out the bathroom, thinking that you could hurt my mortal body, you can do whatever you like to this body, but nothing and no one could ever touch my soul, my something, and it, that man. was my right. guiding. That was my guide, that was my go-to, that was my connection from there on. And that was extraordinary because in that moment, I went from being feeling like dead meat to feeling like someone. And the other thing that I thought as I walked out of the bathroom, which is unusual considering the context of the deeply spiritual experience I just had, was that as I walked out, I knew that I would escape. I had no doubt about that whatsoever. Wow. I didn't care about the timing because I had just had this transcendental experience that, that I, the, I understood in that moment, although would not have been able to articulate it, but I understood in that moment that the truth about time is not linear. So I wasn't concerned about how, when I would escape. I just knew I would escape. I also knew that when I escaped, I would live a life of love, prosperity and adventure. And I knew that I would get a job. Bearing in mind, I'm uneducated. I didn't know any, I could hardly read or write. <coughs> I would get a job as, in merchant banking, stockbroking, oil and gas, trading, and there was something else. Oh, shipping. I had no idea what any of them was. i didn't know what a merchant banking was i didn 't know what stockbroking was i didn't know what does it mean oil and gas. I mean all, the, all of, I knew about oil was that it's in the radiators to give us heat. That's all of, I knew. Of and course, because
0: you were not exposed to the world.
2: No, I had no idea, but yet they were the things that I knew I would work in it, i and I experienced no matter what was going on in my environment and the outside world, I was so connected to my something that I was living a life of joy and bliss.
0: Wow. I you, mean, cause you, um, you, you, you're making me kind of cry now because like everybody has been through, uh, hard times, uh, I mean, life on earth is not always bliss, blissful, but you know what heaven it is. And regardless, oh, yes. you, you prove that regardless of anybody's circumstances, you can pull out because, I mean,
2: uh,
0: I've certainly been through um, hard times, but in my, my family, has this too. I know, Tyler, you have too, but certainly not as hard as, not as hard as you have. And, you know, we can all, we can all, choose
1: our own destiny that's right so mm-hmm. um what um were you raised in a particular faith or anything like that no you really. okay no. so basically what you experienced was just out of the blue it just happened because it was supernatural for you
2: yes oh yeah oh great it was, and it's interesting because um Somebody that meant, somebody mentioned um, recently uh, on a post, and I commented on it. And it was when I got I got really clear about this, is that we can all have those experiences. We all have the capacity of having those experiences. Um, and I, for me, and this is how I see it having happened. We can it through connection, through our connection to the divine within, to source. We can experience the most profound mystical experiences, but it's getting to—it's—it's it's about um, disentangling ourselves to all the distractions and the addictions that we have, and the codependencies we have in this three-dimensional paradigm world that we live in when we disentangle from that and step into our authentic true self and and be in that place and surrender to the unknown Mm -hmm. we can we will experience amazing experiences the extent to which you do that will be will reflect the extent of the mystical experience you have for me in that moment now i as you can imagine i I wasn't socialized. I didn't have all of the things going on. I was alone most of the time for all those years. So for me, there wasn't a lot to detach from. All I had was torture and nothing else, and I was worn down. And I completely had surrendered, completely. And I was so connected to source, Without realizing it, that I had that profound experience. Wow! So surrendered and so much in the glorious present moment.
0: And if you remind me, asking like, what caused you to be like in that type of, you know, just terrible upbringing? And you know, secondly, did you ever thought about just giving up and just calling it quits, especially oh, I, since you didn't know where to turn I tried to escape turn.
2: many, many times. <laughs> Trust me. I tried to escape many times, but I couldn't. So
1: So um, you were born into slavery, basically. Sorry? You were born into slavery, right?
2: Um, it was about from when I was about three years old or so.
1: Okay. So you I, were put into slavery at three. Okay. It
2: was, took another six years after that experience for me to escape. Yeah. But during that six years, there was still torture going on, still abuse and all that sort of stuff. So, um, but during those six years, I, um, I continued to experience the torture, but I, I was so connected to my something that it could not break me. It could not bring me down. It could not make me feel anything but um, bliss and joy and happiness. So one of the ways in which humanity has been conditioned is we are conditioned to experience happiness conditionally on what is going on in our environment, which is transient, which is completely dependent on on things that happen outside of us. We have no control. But when you take back control and you're in your sovereignty, when when you lose the addiction and the attachments to all of the things that are outside of us, and we step into our autonomous, autonomous sovereignty, we find joy and bliss for just being who we are through our infinite being. And nothing in our environment can shift that or change or influence that.
1: In other words, you're talking about joy, not happiness, because happiness is based on circumstance. It's based on, you know, oh, if it's good, you know, it's happy. But joy is where it doesn't matter the circumstance, you can still experience peace even in the bad circumstances,
2: yeah. And
1: that's what I believe as a, a Christian. That's what I believe that yeah. joy is not circumstantial, it's not based on circumstances, it's based on the fact that we have someone that we can rely on,
2: yeah. Yeah, and I believe it's
1: absolutely. Jesus, but
2: yeah, yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely. Right. Um, you know, there's the, you know we, we can call it many different things, but it's all the same thing. Right. It's eternal love. It's, it's truth. Right. Yep. It's authentic. It's real. In other words, you're truth. saying
1: to us, we're eternal beings. Yeah. You know, just what you said. And, yeah. it's, and I believe that, too. <clears throat> I believe everyone's going to face eternity somewhere. You know, that's what I believe.
0: Mm. So, and yeah. We're just on this earth temporarily. And, you know, Yep. when times get tough, we just have to focus, like you said, on our inner spirit to help guide yeah. us
1: In other words, <laughs> focus on good, like true love, not conditional love, basically.
2: Which is based on situations, which is right. so ephemeral. But um, that is where we also get to create miracles, right? Well, we yeah. call them miracles in this 3D world that we live in. But when we're, when we're in our infinite being, when we're in the authentic, true self of who we are, they're like normal. They're not miracles. They're just normal, right? But in the 3D world, we call them miracles. And I have been—I have experienced that over and over again. Because when I had that idea, that knowing that idea, as I walked out of the bathroom, about what I was going to do when I escaped, I was able to prepare on some levels in the in the interim. And in the interim, I tried to escape a couple of times. And eventually, when I did, I escaped in the middle of the night and I had to leave the country. So I found myself then in London, right? I had got my hands on money. It It was a Friday night. Again, it was in November, it was raining, it was miserable. And I will never forget that flight over to Ireland. We flew what felt so close to the full moon. And I landed and I knew no one, I had nothing. I had like an old tattered bag of old tattered clothes. A copy of Wuthering Heights, being a romantic, and a painting I had done of my cat. That was all I had it, to my name. So
0: within you a Escape from London to Ireland, right? Dublin, Dublin to, to London. Dublin to okay. So with, but within a
2: week, I had two job offers. One as a trading accountant on an oil and gas trading floor. And the other one was a position, I can't remember what it was, in a shipping company obviously i took the job as a training accountant on, on, on an oil and gas trading floor earning almost six figures and this was back in the early 90s
0: and you uh, had i'm sure you had no idea how to do that job because you didn't even, even know what an accountant was at the time right <laughs> true absolutely i had no idea how to turn on the computer so how did they how did you adapt since you you didn't know before. How did you? It,
2: because it's, what I know now, what I learned um, from that experience that I had when I was about fifteen, is that we are all knowing. We have, we are one with the universe. So there's three foundational uh, concepts that that form the foundation of my understanding of life as humans is one. We are one with the universe. We are one with it all. We are one with divine. Um, And as such, we have knowledge. We have an all knowing. We have access to all the information that ever existed on this planet and beyond so we can download any information we want very much like trinity and the matrix right we can do that we have the ability to download information and to have a knowing and when you're guided by that knowing you will never be misguided and that's how i knew because that's how that's all i knew I didn't know about living in the ego. I didn't know about living according to the perceptions, the judgments, the, the, the what's right and what's wrong and all those things that we have within the construct of, a, of this 3D matrix. I didn't know any of that. And I didn't have any of the typical beliefs that children and young people and young adults get when they are going to school and they're mixing with children and they got teachers and other guardians and parents and all these sort of things. I didn't have any of that. So all I knew was (laughs) how to access infinite knowledge. And that's what I did. And then I've taken that a step further. And the other thing that I've learned, how I navigated challenges, because inevitably there were challenges. And every time that I experienced a challenge, my go-to was not about putting myself down or looking outside of me. It was about reconnecting back to source, back to my divine within, back to my higher self. And I, the solutions were always there. And this is what I say to people. We are conditioned when things are hard or, or with our beliefs that life is hard or you've got to work hard for money and all these things, people then start to look more outside and more outside them and distance themselves more and more and more, creating more separation. And that is the source of all
0: suffering in our society. Wait, can you repeat that again? Because I want to make sure that I, I understand that clearly. Uh, the separation of what causes...
2: When things are hard or when we experience a challenge or we experience an obstacle or when there's a, a curveball thrown in our way in life, what we do is is rather than taking that as feedback from our higher self, our soul, the divine, whoever it is, Mother Nature, universe, whoever it is that we connect to, rather than taking that as feedback that we are wise to now come back home to ourselves, reconnect to our authentic self and our As humanity, to work hard, look more outside of ourselves is to work, try harder, go faster, change strategy, change jobs, change relationship, change our house, change our car, you know, whatever it is, we're always addicted to looking outside of ourselves, which is distancing ourselves ever further and further and further and further away from our divinity, from our authentic self, from our source, from Christ, from God, however you want to call it. With that's what, and Makes that sense. is the source of all human suffering.
0: You should always look on the inside of yourself and know who you are to follow your path.
1: Mm. Right. Well, I also believe uh, human suffering is also the result of, um, you know, sin because of what we've done, too. You know, because like there's times where we do things wrong and we have to suffer consequences for that, too. So sometimes suffering becomes our own fault, you know but other times it's not our own fault. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: Yeah. But I think I think no matter what and and if if when we sin so to speak and I do Tyler completely understand and um yeah. understand what you're saying. But when we sin again that is evidence that we are separate from ourselves because our higher self, our divinity within will only ever be uh in, only ever be aware of what is for our highest good and all highest good, Hi. highest good of all. So when we do something that is sin um, in, in society, if we can take that as feedback that we are separate from ourselves and take that journey back to ourselves, then you will, there won't be a drive for that. There won't be those things happening. Does that make sense?
0: Makes sense, yeah.
2: But the, it, <clears throat> conversely, um, though is the other side of the story. If if somebody does something to you, um, is how you navigate that. Right, no. right, right. So for so for example, how you navigate that is if somebody's wronged you and it goes against the physical laws of society, it is appropriate to do something about that. It right. Yeah. So if somebody breaks into your house and and steals your TV, you report it to the cops, right? Oh but, yeah, for sure. But there's a, there's a spiritual way of addressing that as well. There's a soul way of addressing that as well. So you can choose in that moment to be a victim to it, or you can rise above it and, and see, the, see the, the, the experience. What does that mean? Where's the love in that experience? How, do I, how does this evolve me? How does this take me to higher dimensions
0: of my being?
1: There you go. I like
0: that. I like that. Because you say in your bio, what I can offer your listeners, when you understand the alchemy and actionable tips on attuning to prosperity and of time, energy, and emotions, it, it opens the energetic frequency of their heart. It becomes clear why some of your soul desires in the past, was written the way it was. Understanding the blocks holding you back, the successes in relationships, divinity, you learn and desire to collapse time between cause and effect to create miracles in your life.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, it is. It is the one thing that um, is my. Number one, and that is love. Everything is love. Yeah. Is love. Anything that is not love, I, I work to loving it. And I think this is part of the, what opens the portal, our heart portal, which is the, the gateway to our higher self, the gateway to the divine, um, is through our heart. And if our heart is, ca- is closed down or carrying anything that is not love, it will block that portal. So we are wise to look at things in our life that we can't love and look at ways in which we can love it, transmute it to love, alchemize it to love. And you will experience more and more expansion of your heart, more, more love in your life, more greatness, more opportunities, more synchronicities and that's where your life starts to become in flow become inner peace and as tyler was saying joy and mm-hmm. what else is there in life but that
0: yeah because right. god gave us three things faith hope and love and of course in the bible i'm being preaching now tyler yeah <laughs> look who's talking the bible says mm-hmm. uh, the greatest of all is love
1: that's right and there's even a song that was written by ja- Alan Jackson, mm-hmm. whenever it, he talked about 9/11, and he said the same line in the in the main chorus of it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's really cool. It, it was uh, "Where were you in the world stopped turning?" Is the name of that song.
2: I don't know. And, uh, Sophia, that sounds amazing.
1: He, yeah. yeah, he's a country singer, and he talked about yeah. 9/11, like "Where were you that day?" You know, you know, whenever 9/11 occurred,
0: September yeah. 11th. Yeah. Um, yep. And your bio says you're meant to have it all. You're here to live an extraordinary life of legacy, impact, and mastery, and be the most extraordinary version of yourself. I can't agree more with that statement.
1: That's right.
2: Yeah, we are. We are here to be the. We are the individualized physical manifestation of the universe. We're meant to have yeah. it all. We are here to have it. We are this our soul's projection having a three D experience.
0: That's right. And sorry to give you some tech some tech feedback. Your Zoom is cutting in and out here and now a little. I know.
2: I I saw that. I'm really sorry, Sarah. I don't know why that is happening. Normally it is crystal clear.
0: (laughs) It's it's maybe it can be the internet. I don't know. I mean, we all have them, but yeah, but um, but yeah, over the past twenty years, you've built and sold multi-million dollar businesses in many categories, including starting a first ever online coaching business in 2000. You've also studied and researched human potential and been on a journey on ascension and conscious awareness for the past 20 years. It's, it's been my understanding of human behavior and spirituality that has not only allowed Need to create massive, massive, successful pioneer businesses, but overcome of extraordinary challenges being locked up and abused throughout my childhood. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry if I'm sorry if I'm reading it kind of strange because I, I use a screen reader. I, I that's how I'm reading it because I'm blind. And uh, what your assistant sent you, it does have quite a bit of graphics, so it it might. Be reading it kind of funny, but i'm doing I'm, I'm doing my best so I
2: think you're doing extraordinary well. I think it's ex- exquisite what you did is perfect, what you said oh is yeah. Perfect. yeah, yeah yeah exactly what it says so yes
0: <laughs> yeah, and I see here you have three key messages there is no more there is no moral challenge. you are not greater than having a vision. feel your miracle code is where you create oh. Oh, my God, this is I like this, Judy, because uh, Tyler, let's let's share our story. Ready? Uh, He and I almost have the same story, except we're brothers from another mother. That's right. (laughs) We were born two years apart. Three months premature, and we're not expected to survive. And here we are miracles, and we are crushing challenges and living life full of abundance. Right, That's right. That's right. That's
2: amazing. That is so good. That is so freaking awesome, isn't
1: Mm. it? It really is. I'm telling you, life is just amazing. It really is. The fact that we can get up every day. Is a miracle every second's a miracle, yeah, it really is.
2: (laughs) experience that the heat of our skin, the wind on our face that's right, smell of the sea you know, it's extraordinary.
0: So, uh, Jugi, uh Fast forward to the present. Now I've I've read about your past past twenty years. What are you doing now in Playa del Carmen? What projects are you working on now, and what what are your future goals?
2: So now I'm I'm finishing off my PhD, which is all about um, how we are anatomically designed to create miracles. It is not it's not a mystical thing. It's we are anatomically designed for mystical for miracles. Um, I'm doing that. And I um, work with, I've got various masterminds. I work with people to, as a conduit for them to connect in with their inner divine, with their high infinite being, with their higher self. That's what I do because I truly believe every man, woman and child deserves love to be loved, to feel love and to express love.
0: That's you. I can't agree more. Yeah. And we don't, and I don't, I don't like the emotions of, you know, anger and all that. It's not healthy. I mean, right. it, especially whenever you get in those environments, you have to know when to get yourself out.
2: Yep. Absolutely. We do not, we do not have to entangle with them. We do not have to stay with them. We do not have to own them. We do not have to engage. We have sovereign free will.
0: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. There you go. And, uh, and uh, so have you ever done, have you ever been a speaker? Have you, have you gotten on stages, paid speaking goods? Have you done a TEDx or any, any of that?
2: Yeah, I, I've done a lot of talking before COVID. Um, I did <laughs> a lot in the States. I did a lot in Europe. Um, and since then I haven't actually, I haven't gone back out there. <laughs> I've not done a TED talk yet either. Um, I, I, I think I should put it on my bucket list. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't actually, um, I have planned to get back into speaking on stages again this year.
0: And also do you have, do you have any books you have written that you could share with us? Cause I can indeed help you promote them as well.
2: That'd be amazing. I, the only book I really have is cause one of my businesses is a trading business. I've got a, a forex trading business, which myself and my husband, work on i've got a book about trading and that's all i've done so far um i will have other books but your listeners are very welcome to do i've I've created a free quiz to see how attuned to prosperity you are because i in my research what i haven't realized is that
0: oh i lost you there
2: I'm sorry i've got this free quiz that your listeners are willing of are welcome to do which which allows them to see how attuned to prosperity they are because depending on how um, entangled you are on the on the vibrations of anger or grief or resentment or uh, shame or guilt that has a direct uh, impact on your ability to to have prosperity in all areas of life, not just financially.
0: Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. So,
2: so this quiz, it's like I've been told, it's almost like as accurate as, a, as an astrology reading, and it will give you what is blocking you, what what you could do is the next step to release yourself just that little bit more. And often it's just a, a tweak, one tweak. It could be just one shift, and it opens up so much.
0: Yeah, yeah and I think that's... I- I think I saw it in an email your assistant sent me because I mean, of, of course, uh, she booked the calendly link, and I I did put some questions in there, like, do you have affiliate programs or anything I could promote? And I think I think I saw the quiz in that email. Well, I'll, I'll definitely check it out for sure. Cool. and I, I I can't agree with you more. You have to really just be in tune to what's going on around you to only go forward.
2: Yeah. The, the one thing that, um, one thing I, I've, I've learned, and if I could leave your listeners with, with this, how I understand things is that our, in our authentic being, in our authentic state of being, in our infinite being, we will only ever experience that, which is for our highest good. And when it's for our highest good, it's for the highest good of all. Make no mistake about that because it will never direct you to do something that's sinful or harmful in any way. It only is for the highest good of all. And when you're following that and you are feeling those feelings and emotions, so you're feeling joy, you're feeling happy, you're feeling um, grateful and all that. But then when something creeps in like sadness, like it's okay, you can be happy, sad, you can be joyful, but have a moment of sadness. You know, it's okay. It is okay. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with us. It's no. perfectly normal. It's like the peaks and troughs of a frequency wave. Uh, that's and it, and you will find if you sit with the sadness, it will go. It will flow away. But when we are sitting in fear, or we are experiencing stress, or worry, or anxiety, they don't fade away. They amplify. Oh, they're yeah. not ours they're not ours they are an energy we've taken on that has attached itself to our ego think about it like that it's just attached yes. to our ego it's not our authentic self it is not true it's an it's 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 almost like it's an illusion it's a lie so the, in our sovereignty in our free will we can be aware when we are experiencing a guilt or a self doubt or putting ourselves down in some way or shaming ourselves in some way. We can, when we're aware of those thoughts, we have full sovereignty to say, go away. That's not mine. Never was. Not now. Not ever. Go away. We can dismiss it. It means nothing. We have the free will capacity to do that. We do not have to entangle with it.
1: No, we don't.
0: That's no, right. No, we don't.
1: In other words, we don't want uh, worry and anxiety to, um, nope. shall we say, um, take control over us or uh, have the victory, so to speak.
2: So if you, t- I can just take it back quickly to that experience I had when I was about 15 when you are in your infinite being, you are always careful, no matter what. Right. No matter what, you are always careful. And in that moment, I was careful with the divine in that moment I, of complete surrender. I had nothing left. I, I begged for my heart to stop beating. Every night I went to sleep. I had nothing left. But the divine source, God, whatever you want to call it, came through for me and gave me strength to move on.
0: And your infinite being, you mean the spirit, your spiritual.
2: The spirit, the God within, Jesus Christ. We have so many ways of saying the same thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, awesome. And I've been, wow. I want to I want to read a little more. Whatever's have said about you, and of course, we'll we we'll, we'll say it last. Whatever's have said about your work. Let's see here. Judy is making a massive difference in the world today, bringing her heart and wisdom out into the world. As Albert Einstein said, Exempl- "Exemplification is the world's greatest teacher." Judy exemplifies what is possible for all human beings. Oh that is very true. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh I've I've been I've you know I can relate to you cuz as I just started this entrepreneurship journey last year. I'm not going to lie. I've been excited but at the same time um uh uncertain because it's my very first time to do something this extraordinary. I've never uh, ran a business before. Uh, And of course, I've been having a little bit of uh, not so much business financial struggles, but, you know, personal financial struggles, you know, you know, paying bills and stuff because, of course, you know business doesn't make money until you are making money in this, in the startup phases are completed, which we're still in it right now. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, I've, I've been focusing a lot of, on a lot of um, spiritual healing as well. To help me adapt. And uh, Tyler, if you want to share your spiritual story, Go ahead. I, I know what you want to talk about. Take it away, sir. Oh,
1: yeah. Um. So, yeah. You know, like a sailor, you know, I wasn't expected to survive, but I did. You know, I was three months premature and my uh, lungs actually collapsed because they were really small, you know, because I was super small. And I have a uh, twin brother also, and we were both born blind, but his eyes reversed, whereas mine didn't. But I had surgeries by the same doctor that Saylor saw in Detroit, Michigan. And um, the fact that I'm living, you know, I give God all the glory and the praise for that. That's what I give. Yeah, And the fact that I can at least see light and dark is also a praise that I give them. And the fact that I'm alive and doing well is also a praise. So yeah, that's pretty much kind of my short story in a nutshell.
2: That's pretty awesome, so, yeah. Tyler. That's yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah. And your story is amazing as well, Judy. It, it is, really is, yeah.
0: I mean, you, you you've proven that anybody can Reach your highest potential regardless of their circumstances. You just have to figure out what what gifts you have and what abilities you have. Mm-hmm. What
2: makes that's you, right? What brings
0: you joy? Yeah, what brings you joy? Yeah. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, well, if I mean Tyler, if you have nothing else for Julia, which I don't believe I have it. Uh, and of course, Julie, if you want to ask questions, you can. But if, if not, do you want to do our customary ending? Yes, we can. So, um, but first, do you have anything? Do you, Does anybody have anything?
2: No, I'm complete.
1: All right. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, what advice would you give to people who feel they don't have hope?
2: Hmm. Hope is, a, is, an, is something that we have been conditioned to rely on. It is, right. you're giving your power away. When we step back into the truth of who we are, we realize that we are actually infinite. And you look back over your life, and you look at times when it appeared things appeared to be hopeless, but they weren't. There's no mortal challenge that we are not greater than. That's one of the mottos that I live by. And I have proven that. I've seen it in my work. I've seen it in my studies. There's no mortal challenge we can ever experience that we are not greater than. And if that's the case, then there's never no hope. There's always opportunity. There's always miracles. There's always opportunity waiting for us. We just need to step back into our authentic self and connect with the divine within.
0: There you go. Oh, yes. I can't agree more. That's well said. We are okay. all gifted in our abilities uh there's no that with that being said, there's no challenge. we cannot overcome a mountain we can't climb,
1: yeah amen, yeah, well, thank you very much for oh. being on our podcast today. We oh really yeah appreciate it.
2: It's been an absolute honor and I'm grateful for the opportunity to have been here. Thank
0: you, Sailor. Thank you, Tyler. It's been- Thank so- you so You're much. So um, everybody give it up for Judy Van Nykamp and stay blessed. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Help Without Sight with Sailor Cooper and Tyler Evans and got a lot of takeaways from this podcast. We hope you feel renewed, inspired, and encouraged like you can just carry on and conquer the world. Please hit the subscribe button on all platforms
1: and tell your friends and family to do the same.
0: And in the meantime, blessings to all.